This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is omegamanradio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons, tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Alright everybody, welcome aboard. Today is uh, Friday, February 16th, 2024. We're live with Charles Jernigan. Brother Charles, you want to open us in prayer and the mic is yours. Yes, sir. So dear Heavenly Father, we come here tonight to give you all the glory, honor, and praise, Father God. We are thankful for this life that you have given us, Father God. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray a hedge of protection around this um, radio wave in the name of Jesus, Father God. We thank you for the uh, deliverance that you've done in all of our lives, dear Lord Jesus. I pray that this message that you put on my heart blesses someone out there listening right now. Father God, I pray that um, strongholds are broken down and, and people are set free in the name of Jesus, Father God. I thank you, Shannon, for this time to allow me to uh, give this message, Father. I mean, Shannon, and I bless you in the name of Jesus, and I bless your home in the name of Jesus, and may you be full of um, a healthy home home that serves the Lord. And I just thank you for the friendship that we have. And dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for once again for the night that we go on, Father, just to give you all the glory, honor, and praise, Father God. And I ask that you use me as a vessel to spread your word. Father, I ask that you give me the words to speak. I ask that you give me um, a holy boldness to uh, stand up on the message you too given me, dear Lord Jesus. And I just thank you for all that you've done for me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Brother Charles, welcome back. And the microphone is yours. Yes, sir. So the message I want to bring up tonight, um, I'm, I've titled it The Power of Praise. Um, the Lord gave me this message a couple weeks ago. So uh, here on Saturdays, I do church here at the house with my wife and children and the in-laws and some other family. And uh, the Lord has just kind of uh, led me and my wife to just do a little home church. And uh, the beautiful thing about that is I get to study the Word and, and, and uh, dig in deep and, to, you know, and let the Holy Spirit reveal to me what He wants to reveal to me because... The word tells us, you know, that I need to train up my train up a child in the ways that they may go. And right now, I have a child at home. One of them's ten, and one of them's fourteen. So I thought, man, the best way, the most comfortable way I feel of training the child up in the Word of God is is me training them up. And and don't get me wrong, we do we do lots of activities in the church and stuff. But right now, we just you know we do our home church, and um, and I get to dig in and and, and to help train. You know, not only the children, but allow the Holy Spirit to train me and my wife and everyone here in the home and just be led by the Lord. So he gave me this message and it was called the power of praise. 
And um, there's so much power in the praise that what our what our um, what we say and what our lips are and what our worship is. The word of God says that death and life is in the power of the tongue. And the praise to God is is what is is so much power in that praise. And just like I've said last time, you know, everything that God creates, Satan counterfeits. So I'm going to be talking about the demonic praise, and then I'm going to end it off with the the true godly worship praise that that we give Jesus and and the Father and the Holy Spirit. So um, what I want to talk about in the is that um, how Satan counterfeits. You know, Satan when um. One of his main falls in the Bible was it is he wanted to be like God and he wanted to be praised like as God, just as God. Um, he wanted, he desires the same thing that God desires, just in a negative realm. Anyway, so Satan's desire to be praised. And um, I'm going to start it off in some scripture, and I'm going to go into Isaiah, and I'm going to be reading out of Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12 through 15. And in this verse, we'll see the fall of Lucifer. And it says, How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation, on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high, yet you shall be brought down to the lowest pits of the lowest of the pits. And what we see right there is God created Lucifer as a blessed angel. And this Lucifer wanted to try to take the place of God. And he desired to be praised. The 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 whole the whole being of Lucifer and his created, he was created with pipes and other instruments. He was created with musical instruments inside of him. Some some people say that he was head over the musician. I've never seen that in scripture, but I have seen in scripture where he's created with tablets and pipes. And these are musical instruments. And so that being said, that you see that that Lucifer himself has musical instruments in him. That's where he will be at is in the music industry. And he, we can start dating this back that, that Satan is so, and demonic forces are so popular in the music industry for, industry for praise. He uses these people as pawns in the kingdom of darkness. We can see in the 1970s, the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, these were all people that were Satan worshipers. Their lyrics praised Satan. And the, the amount of people that, that flooded over the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and Led Zeppelin, these are people that, that didn't, in ignorance, didn't know, but their praises are to Satan. Th- these groups right here were... Um, they were number one on the top charts, and they were actually praising to the devil. It goes on generation after generation and, and decade after decade. In the 1980s, we see that's when Metallica comes in, and one of their first their first album was called Kill 'Em All. Their number one song on that album was called Seek and Destroy. And you can go through this with all the rock. You can also go through every um type of music from the country to the rap and i'll be speaking about this the praise that it sings and the message it promotes 
in, in the uh, rock, you'll see lots of death and, and hate. And in, in the country, you'll see they sing about, they praise um, drug addiction, alcoholism, adultery. All of this is a praise of sin. In the 1990s, you see the rap movement with Death Row and, and these type of bands, and they're promoting drug dealing. And, and, and even with the rock singers of the 90s, multiple um, drug overdoses and suicides. And the country music is just promote, is promoting adultery and sin. And these musics, these musicians are giving their praise to Lucifer, and they impart demons. And and if and and um, just going off a of testimony, when I was about, I don't know, uh, my, my I grew up with my grandfather, and he was a Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne listener. I mean, I remember at uh, at age twelve, I was going to. Um, to Ozfest and, and 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 so I grew up on rock and roll and and at this age I was a young um, a, a young man that was a that was a ignorant of the Bible I wasn't raised in church and um, I would sing songs and 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 what it was doing at, at a young age I was getting demonized already and um, so I switched from the rock and roll into the rap scene in the late 90s into 2000s and um, for, I did this and I, this music I listened to for about 20 years and the the message of the music and the rap music is so detrimental and I can so because I can just say from own testimony I, I did what the music said a, a lot of um, highly criminal activity in the music and stuff so I, I i walked out what i listened to and what i praised and what happened with the music it gave me a false identity as and it, and it and i and it imparted seeds in my it built a characteristic of um in me that was false and not a characteristic of the lord but a demonic characteristic the music alone led me to prison three times and um that music was deep rooted in me and it became deep rooted in me as a child and it was the power in the music. You never know the power behind a song, what we're singing. And that's why we have to guard our, our not only our eyes, but our ear gates so well and what we're listening to. And I'm just going off music tonight because it's about praise, but gossip and slander, you can put in the same boat. And anyways, going on. Some of the more recent, um, and as the time grows, you'll see the, the you'll see the praise of the, the devil start to actually get get um more powerful and more uh, he's hiding it he's masking what he's doing just a couple years ago in 2021 eight people were pronounced dead at travis scott concert where this was a sacrifice into demons and if i was actually living in houston texan at houston texas at the time when this concert was going on in houston and i watched um some of it on the news these people are in trances. Uh, this Travis Scott, he is a Satan. He's a Satanist. He's in the Kardashians, all that. And see, so the praises that he, the praise is going up to Lucifer. And what he's doing is these people are starting to not know what's going on. Multiple peace, people are falling out, passing out, and um, multiple 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 uh, losses of life and what that actually doing is it's empowering the devil because these are these are sacrifices to satan then we can go on and what it does to the mind and how these people are under hypnotosis that are that are praising the devil one of the biggest ones right now is the taylor swift movement it says that um, there's been concerts the last couple months ago where the fans are going to the concerts and they cannot remember what's going on if they even went to the concert or anything their mind 
minds. They said they're having like amnesia. Their minds are are, are, are not there. That's a, that's the first sign of witchcraft. Heavy witchcraft is falling on this people. People and I came up with this message about about two weeks ago. The Lord gave me this message, and it was right coming up toward the Super Bowl. And so you've got the Super Bowl coming up, and and the it's like the Taylor Swift Bowl. I mean, you know, everybody's got more attention on her, and and than the whole Super Bowl. So I, I and I'm a, I'm a avid football fan, been watching it since I was a kid. But I told my wife, I said I'm going to have to disconnect from this football because because you 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 got to understand the stadium that the the super bowl was at its nickname is called death star the owner of the um the owner of the um the um las vegas raiders that's what he named it after after like a star wars movie or something along those lines but it's also everybody's promoting the super bowl that it was in sin city and and so everybody you know lots of guys are getting on there and saying oh this is gonna something big is gonna happen and you know that's not the case here but it big did happen but you gotta look read between the lines here so so you've got Taylor Swift coming, and it's in Vegas, Sin City, and it's in Death Star. A few years back, I mean, they're bringing the the Bow Bull and all that, but this year they they toned it down a little bit, and what they've done. So Taylor Swift is there; she's headlining the Super Bowl. I want to point out a few things about how Satan comes as an angel light. And these people are praising Satan. I mean, and this is where it is getting very serious, and people are ignorant. That people are getting along there, and they're following these these celebrities, and even even other some um, um, celebrity pastors, and these people are praising Satan. They're not, and what they're doing is they're putting the name of Jesus on it. So Taylor Swift, she headlines the Super Bowl. Taylor Swift claims that she is a real Christian with Christian values, and those values support abortion. See. Taylor Swift is a Satan worshiper. If you go through there, you can see all kinds of videos with her actually with the, with the hand things, all the Satan stuff going on. But now they're starting to turn it down where she's claiming that she's a Christian and that she supports Christian values which support abortion. And that is sick. I mean, you've got this. So you've got another singer that's coming up. Little Nas X, he's starting to say that he's a Christian. This is the same homosexual singer that had his blood in his 666 shoes just a few years ago. And this is the same, and the same, uh, so I'm going to tie that in with the little Nas X. He wasn't at the Super Bowl, but he's also, but he's claiming he's a Christian. And his he's just come out with a CD that's like a Christian CD. These people are praising Satan. Now they're trying to act like they're using Christ's name in it. And which is it's just wicked, but it becomes deceiving because people with are, are even Christians are falling by the wayside for these people because they're like, oh, you know, I feel like such and such. Or like these people are such big influences that they're that, that they're starting to think, well, if, if Taylor Swift's a Christian, she's supporting abortion. I guess I can, too. That's not God judges people and God. God is against that. That's murder. And there's other things going on. So anything going back to the um, the. Um, the little Nas X, and um, so the the and, and so that the um, the designer that created his Nike shoe with the blood in it, he is actually good friends with Usher. Now Usher was the main event on the uh, Super Bowl. He was the the star there, and he's been all over YouTube claiming that he's a follower of Jesus. But see, 
as he is giving the the interview about how he follows Jesus, he is a he uses visualization prayer treatment, which is from a false te- teacher called Ike Alekisi. And see, these people are tied into visualization prayers where you visualize and it happens, it comes true. All this is witchcraft. All this is from Satan. All this is demonic. And so when you start to look at it, you know, you so you've got and I, like I said, you're coming. Through, we're coming down through all music. Here you got Taylor Swift with the pop, Usher with the rap. And, and so this is just on the Super Bowl and how, how deceiving it is, because I watch people say, oh, well, the Super Bowl, the halftime show wasn't really bad. You know, and some people say, well, Reba McIntyre, you know, she she did the national anthem. Well, Reba McIntyre, she's a witch. Reba McIntyre claims that she is a um, that she is a Christian who believes in reincarnation. She says that she's part Christian, part Buddhist. She's a worker of the devil. She's a witch. There's no way that you can that you can claim that you're a follower of Christ and be into reincarnation in Buddhism. That's just foolishness. But people buy into this lie, and what happens is they like their music and the power of praise. These people are under delusion that follow that follow all these mainstream singers. So like I said, you know, Lucifer was created with musical instruments in his body. And so he, he can bless people with musical talents, you know, obviously. And some of these people, like I say, are agents from Satan and, and, um, but, and there's power and praise. That's why we have to be very careful about what we listen to and what we're, what kind of music we're playing. And like I said, I can I can testify as somebody that was a big fan of music and I had so much demonic strongholds and 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 and, um, and I got so in bondage by music. I would follow a couple rappers back when I was young. And I mean, I listened to these guys for 15 years and 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 got so enchained and they were so demonic and their music was so terrible. And it actually brought me to so much sin and it glorified sin. It had me doing the sin and it had their music had me walking out sin with the enemy but now that i've shown that and we see that 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 the power that lucifer has in the music industry praise be to jesus that he has power in the music industry for we serve a god of power we serve a god of praise we serve a god that sets the captive captive free for we praise from victory not for victory see we are victorious through jesus already but we do have to stand fast on what decisions we make and what we allow in our home and if anybody's listening to me right now and you're a person that that loves the lord but you listen to secular music i'm going to tell you right now secular music it can send you to hell if you keep listening to it and it might not just get you but it gets your kids i'm blown away about the people that will be riding down the road with young children in the car listening to the garbage that they're putting on the radio we have to let our music if it's every song either praises god or it praises the devil Every all music is either praising the Lord or is praising sin and worldliness. We have to draw the line on what we allow ourselves to listen to when we listen to music because there's this power in praise. So first I want to talk about some of the power of in praise and 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 exactly like you know where we where we see singing in the Bible anyways. And I actually did a sermon but when I was in prison on this, and it was so beautiful, and it was about the power of praise, and and um, 
and 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 it was so interesting that I I went back in scripture and saw the first, where is the first time that I see singing in the Bible, and so the first time we'll see singing in the Bible is, is when God is setting Moses and his people free from the hands of Pharaoh. So this is a praise for these people have been enslaved for years by Pharaoh and for, for hundreds of years and they're praising God. This is right after the Red Sea wipes out Pharaoh and the chariot. So I'm going to read on right now and just the beautiful praise that we see right here to God. And it is in Exodus 15 and I'll be reading from Exodus 15 verse 1 through 13. It says, Then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord and spoke, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider has been thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him, my father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his armies has he has cast into the sea. His chosen captains, captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. And in the greatness of your excellence, you have overthrown those who rose against you. You set forth your wrath and consumed them like stubble. And with the blast of your nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The flood stood upright like a heap. The depths congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My desire shall be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. You blew them with your wind. The sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praise, doing wonders? You, you stretched out your right hand. The earth swallowed them in your mercy, have you have led forth the people whom have redeemed, you have redeemed. You have guided them with your strength to your holy habitation. And that right there is a praise to the people that have been redeemed. And I have been redeemed by the hand of the Lord as well. And I just think that is some, one of the most beautiful scriptures in there is that is the praise of the of the. the the Lord that leads the hand of the redeemed. And what, what a beautiful thing it is to listen to praise music and worship music and the power that we have, that we can praise and the enemy scatter, that we can praise and the, the Lord will go before us in defeat. And what a mighty God that we serve and the power that he's given us to praise. I want to talk about, I want to, and I'm going to just bring some scripture on the power of this praise that I'm, that I'm so into. And the power of praise, I'm going to go into Second Chronicles. Chapter 20, and I'm going to read Second Chronicles chapter 20, and it's going to be um, from 18 to 26. <clears throat> and then Second Chronicles chapter 28 through 26, it says, <clears throat> And Josephat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judea and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites of the children of Comptes and of the children of Korahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a voice loud and high. 
So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Telkah. And as they went out, Josephat stood up and said, Hear me, O Judea, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe in his prophets, and you shall prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who, who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. Now when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambush against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judea, and, and they were defeated. For the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount, the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. So when Judea, when Judea came to the place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude, and they and there were dead bodies falling on the fallen on the earth. No one had escaped. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away their spoil, they found among them an abundance of valuables on dead bodies and precious jewelry, which they stripped off for themselves, more than they could carry away. And they were there three days gathering the spoil because there was so much. And what this scripture talks about is about the power of praise and how when you sing to a holy God, and you pour out your heart to a holy God that that you can have multitudes of enemies be that they will turn on themselves. They will destroy themselves because the power of God will, will, will go before you and fight your battle. That he will make your enemies enemies amongst themselves. And and when your enemies are defeated, he shows you the richness that he'll give you. And this isn't just a physical richness of jewels, but a spiritual richness that you'll give that you'll get from um that you'll get in life through the praise of God to a, to praising a holy God. When we praise with a pure heart and we cry out to the Lord, we sing victory songs unto the Lord, and we and we can dance, sing and dance unto the Lord, and we praise God and for for the power that He's given us. Because we should never fear what the enemy has against us or what the enemies may be plotting against us. He told um, Gideon when Gideon bowed his head. He said he he destroyed Gideon's. He used young um the 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 cowardless Gideon, the 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 one that didn't think he could do much. He used Gideon as a mighty man when Gideon bowed down to the Lord to praise. And what a beautiful thing the power of praise is. And um, I was going to I'm going to bring some more testimony. So so I'll show you. I, I got a testimony about how a demon possessed and, and how much bondage I got as a young man listening to this music. I was in a drug scene. I was listening to, to drug music that was I was all about robbing and, 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 and selling drugs. And I was doing, living what the music was saying. And like I said, it sent me to prison three times. And I found myself in prison and I'm carrying myself the same way because I'm, I'm, I got a, you know, you got a, a radio in prison, and I'm listening to the same stuff. And and, and anyways, I'm. Long story short, the Holy Spirit talks to me. I get a calling to God, and I go and I and I and I get saved, and I start working out my salvation with fear and trembling. And 
and as I as I'm getting saved, uh, one of my brothers in, in prison, he's been in there 30 years, good friend of mine. He calls me. He tell he's the one that helped me get get into a faith based dorm in prison, and he um, asked me to sing in the choir in prison. And I was a person that was involved in gang activity in prison. I'd been going to prison since I was 19. People knew me for a ruthless dude. And I said, hey, man, you know, I had got myself away from that. And I said, hey, my brother's name was O.C. I said, hey, O.C. I said, I mean, I'm trying to walk with the Lord, but I can't sing. And I'm not I don't really feel comfortable singing in the choir. And he said, brother, he said, "Um, you told me that you'd do whatever I asked you to do if I got you over here in this faith based dorm. And I said, yes, sir. And I said, I did. So anyways, he said that I was going to start off singing Christmas carols. Anyways, make a long story short, I, I ended up singing about seven or eight months in the, in the choir down on this unit in Texas. And I tell you that the most, one of the most beautiful things ever happened to me when I was in that choir. I was in that choir one Sunday, and there was about 150 inmates in there, and everybody was in there. Some people praising God, some people passing off contraband. A lot of people, the whole unit knew me. A lot of people thought probably that I was faking the funk or I'd gone crazy. But I remember sitting up there singing praise and songs, the song of Elijah and just so many good old school worship songs. I'm there praising, I'm there singing. There's about 10 of us, 10 or 12 of us in the choir. And and um, they told me I was a baritone, you know, uh, kind of set back and sing. But anyways, singing these songs unto God, I'd spoken so many word curses over my life with this last music that I'd sang. And what happened to me, Shannon is I felt all the chains break off of me that day and I get goosebumps even talking about it now I felt the presence of God come upon me so good that day and the power of this praise that I was doing and I knew right then that I was set free and I have felt the Holy Spirit flood upon me like a floodgate and it, and I come to a point and I thought to myself man I thought I, I'm, I'm in the best spot I can be right now in life, in this in life, is in this prison, singing unto God. And, you know, the enemy tried to hit me. He's like, so you'd rather be, and I still had years to, before I got out, and the enemy tried to hit me. was like, you'd rather be in prison singing to God than be out on the street with your family and children. And I told the enemy, and God spoke to me and said, I'll never come back to prison as an inmate again. He set me free today. And I knew right then. That and I and God put it in my soul that He set me free. And you got to remember, I've been coming to prison since I was 18, and I was 33 at this time. And I knew right then in, in my soul that all the chains that 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 um that that life had put on me had been broken off that day from praising God. And I got totally delivered that day from praising God. And it was and I've gotten delivered more since then through deliverance and stuff. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of when I got out, I went to I had to go, you know, I've set through deliverances. I do deliverances, you know, and I can need more deliverance. I'm all about deliverance. But I tell you something, there was something that day about that power and that praise that delivered me and that broke them chains and it set me free that was just amazing i mean it was mind-blowing and it was it god put a testimony in me that day in my heart of freedom and salvation in jesus and it was a praise it was just praising songs and it was so beautiful so what a beautiful thing that is and 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 um so later on in life i want to go on i run into this scripture here so I'm just showing you the power. That's my own testimony of how, how God set me free that day in prison singing. And, and I mean, that was probably the biggest deliverance I ever had at one time was right then, you know. But, you know, praise God for that. But now I want to talk about, so this is awesome. and it, It's all backed up with scripture. And so this is going to be one of the first deliverance sessions we'll ever see in the Bible. And it's in the Old Testament. 
and I want to go to Samuel 16, and I'm going to see, talk about um, um, young David playing his music for King Saul. And what a be- what awesome this is! And we go to First uh, Samuel sixteen, um, and I'm going to read fourteen through twenty three, and it says, um, "But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and a distressing spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servant said to him, Surely a, distre- a distressing spirit from God is troubling you.'" Let our master now command your servants who are before you to seek out a man who is skillful player of the harp, and it shall be that he will play it with his hand when the distressing when the distressing spirit of God is upon you, and you shall be well. So Saul said to his servants, Provide me now a man who can play well and bring him to me. Then one of the servants answered and said, Look, I have seen a a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing, a might, skillful in playing. He is a mighty man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, and a handsome person. And the Lord is with him. Therefore Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, "Send me your son David, who is with the sheep." And Jesse took a donkey and loaded with bread and a skin of wine and a young goat, and sent them by his son David to Saul. So David came to Saul and stood before him, and he loved him greatly, and he became his armor bearer. Then Saul sent to Jesse, saying, Please let David stand before me, for he has found favor in my sight. And so it was whenever the spirit of the God was upon Saul that David would take a harp and play it with his hand, and Saul would become refreshed and well, and the and the the distressing spirit would depart from depart from him. So right here we see young David playing for Saul, and the spirit that the Lord had allowed to um, pester and to uh, oppress Saul would depart from him when young David would play for Saul. One of the cool things that you'll find in Scripture is before this in verse 16 is when David gets anointed king. So the Lord anoints David king. Then it all works out where he ends up to King Saul. And King Saul is in turmoil. He's being tormented by this demon. And just the music that that young David plays will set Saul free. And that's the power of praise when, when, when you're, that's the power of anointed praise. For this young man is anointed and he plays the harp for Saul, and for, for King Saul, and he gets set free. And that's, that's what I want to say there is about the power of the, power of the anointing. And right after, like I said, that's one of the first times we'll see a, a, a demonic spirit actually leave is when young, um, is when young David plays for Saul. And the cool thing is, like I said, before he plays, he's anointed by king, and then right after this is when you go into the scripture of David feeding Goliath. So it shows you how beautiful the word is. Is is after he play, you know, you know. Sometimes I guess after, as we're doing deliverance as well. Sometimes after we're doing the work of the Lord is when we'll face our biggest battles as well. And I just that just kind of came to me. Anyway, so. Going on, I'm going on from there. I want to, um, I want to go to another scripture, and uh, and uh, just thank you. 
So I remember one time in jail, I was in prison, I was praying, and and, um, and I had a beautiful time in prison praising. That's some of the most beautiful time I ever had was there praising with those inmates. And um, I'm still in contact with quite a few of them. Some of them are still locked up. Some of them have got out. Um, and I still I still try to keep in contact with them because we had a real good time. It was a real good season of life. Lots of spiritual growth. Lots of... Um, Lots of learning the word, and and and, and like I said, one, some of the most beautiful times in my life was 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 uh, singing the choir in that uh, in that prison. And like I said, I can't sing. Uh, I haven't tried to sing since I got. I mean, I sing, you know, I, all day long at work. I'm putting in praise and worship music in my ear, listening to sermons and and, and crying out to the Lord. And I love it, and uh, that's what keeps me. That's what keeps me like was what keeps me walking in holiness and walking pure is, is, is keeping God in my ear. So, anyways, I want to I want to sing about you know about more power of praise and and how it can uh, how it can shake shake the shake the shake the ground so to speak. So I'm gonna be reading out of Acts 16, and I'm gonna read. Um, this is uh, the um, uh, about um, Paul and Silas and their imprisonment. So in Acts 16, verse 23 through 26, and it goes, And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake. So the foundation of the prison was shaken, and immediately all the doors were open and everyone chained were loosened. The awesome thing about this is how far that the power of God can reach. It doesn't just say that Paul and Silas were put in jail up on a top tier. It says that Paul and Silas were in SIG. They were in a maximum security cell. They were at the bottom of the barrel. I mean, at the bottom of the barrel. And that's where they're at. They were down at the in the trench, and they were chained, and they were secured tightly, and they were guarded by many men. And even in their circumstance, even in a person circumstance, it can look be look like that you you know you're down to your last dollar, and you you know you're you're in a tight spot. But when you cry out to God, and you've got to understand the heart posture when we praise. We can't just, hey, God, can you get me? It's like, hey, God, man, you got me, and here I, here's what I've got to give. And that's where we got to that's where we got to praise from. If we're praising from a heart posture of, hey, God, can you get me? It doesn't work. we got to praise from a heart posture. Hey, man, you, God, you've got me, and here is what I've got to give. And sometimes, man, we might not have anything to give but our praise. And that's what Paul and Silas had that midnight. All they had, brother, was their praise. All they had was a praise on their heart and, and in their tongue and to praise unto God and to testify of a God who is holy and a God who serve, that we serve. And that even that they knew that they were probably facing death at any second. They praised God with joy. They praised God with strength. They praised God with boldness. They praised God with security that Jesus is who he says he is and he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Even if they kill me, I will be, 
if absent from the body, I will, I will be with great reward to be with Jesus. That even in our death, brother, that, that we gain victory because Jesus is in victory. Once again, I say that we praise a God from, we praise from victory, not for victory. For our Jesus is victorious and he sits at the right, the right hand of the Father. And he intercedes our prayers and he catches every chair in a bottle and he's called us by name. And we have to know who we praise and we have to know who, who, who we have to know that what the Holy Spirit is in us, that he's created us. That's who we praise. And we have to walk this out. And it says there that they shook the grounds and that the doors were flung open. And, and right there is what happens too is, is you've got to thank that when we praise and God works in our life, the people around us, you have to think about the inmates around them. They just witness the power of God in this praise. We, be, we have to become a walking testimony in our praise. And what we have to do, once I get it, it's all about our heart posture with our praise. We have to praise with a holy heart. We have to ask God to, to renew our heart, give us a heart of flesh and turn that heart of stone. We must cry out to the Lord with, 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 with joy, even in our, in our worst circumstance, and know that he will set us free. I, I, when I read this in jail, I thought, you know, okay, I'm going to praise, praise God. You know, God, will, God set these men free right here in the circumstance out of this prison to do his will. Same thing in prison, brother. I see so many people that, that, that try to that praise God to be released, but what, but God knows what a man lies in a man's heart. And that's why I, I, when I, everywhere I go, I tell people about the Lord and I try to be a witness unto Jesus. He set me free from prison just like he set these two pr- free to do his will. He set me free. I was a habitual felony offender. I was looking at 25 to life. I got blessed and got a 12-year sentence, but then I picked up more time in prison and, and got another sentence added onto that. And well, I should, I should, to tell you the truth, I'm a testament. I'm a miracle just speaking on tonight. I'm a miracle just speaking to you tonight on this radio station. I should still be in prison by all the rap sheets, uh, you know, just by any anybody with um. If you common sense looked at my, my rap sheet and the time that I had, I should still be serving time. I mean, praise God, I'm on parole. I've been on I've been out of prison almost going on three years, and I've been doing my best to um, and I've fallen short. Don't get me wrong, but I've been doing my best to walk as a good bond servant in Jesus and to help spread the spread the message of Jesus Christ. And um, so once again, it's just the power of the praise that I'm bringing tonight is, you know, the power that sets the captive free. This power, it restores families. It's, it, it redeems families. It, it takes people that are, when, when people really get up, I mean, if you're on drugs and you're crying out to Jesus, and you, but you must, we, there's a word I have for somebody, that if you're out there and you're struggling, you have to turn it all to Jesus. You can't just, I mean, you, it doesn't work just crying out to Jesus and then getting involved in secular things again. There's a reason why I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I love football, but I love Jesus more than football. When they start doing that deal, we've got to draw a line in the sand and say, where's my praise going to go? God's not going to accept a half-hearted praise. The, the devil wants all of our praise. The devil wants to take our praise by the phone. He wants us to be on the phone watching it reels and TikTok. Praise God, I don't watch TikTok. It was hard enough for me to get on the Skype tonight. I had to have my son. I'm not good with electronics. I mean, that's just me. That's my own walk. You know, I don't want to be good with them. I want to, you know, I'm, I try to 
try to stay on old school, I guess, you know, but I try to focus on Jesus and I try to tell people, you know, you got to have compassion on people. And I try to tell people, you know, you know, to let their praises be unto the Lord because the world is trying to steal our praise. The enemy wants to take our praise so bad. He wants us to praise all kinds of idols and, 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 and praise doesn't just come in music, man. It comes in, um, it becomes, what are we putting our time into? You know, what are we putting our focus into? I mean, what, what, what is our, what is our life show? What is our mission statement? You know, when somebody asks you, you know, what do you stand for? And what are your views? You know, do you, I mean, do we tell them a politician? political view or do we tell them a gospel view because you know we always have time to witness to people and we always have time to sow into people and minister to people and sometimes it gets hard and sometimes it gets weary and, and, and sometimes it gets discouraging especially when you know you've been sowing into people and they just won't listen and you just want to shake them but you know at the end of the day, sometimes we just got to praise God and just, you know, for everything that he's done. Praise God that we have lost people to minister to. You know, praise God for the for the for the guy that's struggling that I can't intercede for and him not know about it. And I just pray as I watch them struggle. And sometimes that's the best thing to do is just to just intercede for people. And, and we got to just praise God for the life that he's given us because we have a good life. If we serve, if we're serving Jesus, even in our bad situations and circumstances, we have a good life. He's given us a way to um, to live. If we if we live by His Word, by His commandments, and, and live what Jesus said, and um, we'll have a good life. Like I said, you know, He'll give us an abundant life. And um, and I could sit here and talk to you till midnight, till you know, testimony of all the the wonderful things He's done for me, and I was restored my family, and and everything He does, it just adds on to the praise that I give Him. So. Yeah, so brother, that's what I got on praise tonight. So, hey, um, Charles, what a powerful yes. word tonight! Great message. What shall we title it for the archive? Um, just the power of praise. I love it. Okay, and I'll definitely have to get me a headset. Um, I'll have my, uh, I'll have Jesse order this one. No, don't worry, I'm going to donate one to your ministry. I send them out all the time. Okay. So awesome. Thank you, brother. Days. Yes, sure. Charles, how do people contact you in your ministry, and how can they support it? Yes, sir. Um, the best way to get a hold of us is going to be on Facebook, and it will be uh, charlesandjessejernigan.com. I mean, Charles and Jesse Jernigan on Facebook. And uh, there, once you get on the Facebook, you can just hit Messenger, and um, everything's there that you need to contact. Fantastic. Now, Charles, I want you to look at your schedule for March. Get back with me, and let me yes, know sir. if you have any Friday 8 p.m. Easterns open. Okay, definitely. I'll be talking to you soon. You want to close us in prayer? Yes, sir. So, dear Heavenly Father, as we come tonight just to give you praise, Father God, I thank you for this radio station, Omega Man. I thank you for Shannon. I thank you for the relationship and the fellowship that we have. I thank you for the opportunity to come on and just be able to give words that you've given me. I thank you for the um, listeners out there, Father God, that that are tuning in. Father, I just pray over their hearts, that their hearts be healed and that their minds be renewed and they be refreshed, dear Lord Jesus. We thank you for the season that we're living in. We thank you for this beautiful life that we have, Father God. We thank you for the abundance 
abundant life that you've given us, Father God. We thank you for the wives and the children that we have, and we bless them in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you help us to be better men, better husbands, better fathers, dear Lord Jesus. Let us help us to be better ministers and better friends, Father God. Let us let us be an intercession here, for we intercede for those that are hurting, dear Lord Jesus. And just, Father God, we ask you to bless us abundantly. Let our cup run with over, lead and guide us in all areas. Continually protect us and guide us and lead us, Father. In just Jesus' name we pray, amen. Uh, Charles, also, do you have an email address you want to give out? Yes, sir. It's uh, just going to be um, Charles Jernigan. You want me to spell it? Yes, sir. It's going to be Charles, uh, C-H-R-A-R-L-E-S, Jernigan, J-E-R-N-I-G-A-N, 479 at gmail.com. Fantastic. I'll send you a copy of the show. Charles, we love you, brother. All right. Great work. Love you too, brother. We'll see you soon. Thank you, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you, my friend. That was a great message, Charles Jernigan. We'll get him a headset, and we'll have even better audio. We've got a full marathon for you, typically every day, Monday through Friday, and then Wednesdays we're doing extra programs that we call international shows at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern. Okay, coming up next, we're going to have Rose Betancourt, live from Miracle Valley. Then we're going to have uh, Dr. Jonathan Hanson, World Ministries International. And then we're going to have a two-hour program with uh, Lena Nita and Mark Shine. Okay, I've got all the shows uploaded that we did through yesterday. So we're completely caught up again. Thank God, there's a lot of them. Help yourself to the archive. You can find the way there by going to omegamanradio.com. I'd like to see us um, quadruple the live listenership. We could do that. Everybody out there, if you can help us by uh, spreading the word about these live shows, however you can advertise it for us, we appreciate it. Whatever social media platform that you're using, if you use email, text, telegram, Oh, I forgot that I had a WhatsApp group. Hmm. I better make a reminder to myself. We just created that. We created a lot of new stuff. Now we got to use them. However you can uh, promote the program, we appreciate it. I also want to say thank you very much to those that have supported the program. You've given us a little bit more fuel. Thank you, Jesus, for that. And uh, consider coming on and uh, supporting the program every month if uh, this is of value to you to help us continue. Okay, we're going to uh, save this program and uh, we're going to be right back with a song and then a few minutes we'll have our next show at the top of the hour. Get ready to refresh. <laughs> 